0: A brand new week is happening now, fans and friends of 50 Years Later with Jim Baumgartner, And today, I'm going to share with you the overview of what's coming by way of content programming throughout all of the jimstoybox.com stuffs. It really is going to be fun and fruitful, but not just for me, more importantly for you. Good morning, everyone out there in podcast listening to land. As of right now, I'm recording at 6:30 on a Monday morning, January the 15th, 2023, and it's an exciting week, I am telling you, for myself and JimSoyBox.com because this journey that really, really, really got moved forward by way of this podcast and getting me focused and keeping me on track where I've been so all over the place, haphazard, lackadaisical, over the past two years has been, um, wow, yeah, it I don't color what it was, it sucked, because I was really trying to figure a lot of things out as far as where I was, who I was, what I was doing, where I was going, and uh, not making mistakes of the past ever, ever, ever again. Well, at least not repeating those mistakes again for sure. And in that, though, been very, very productive in using the mindfulness that has come along in this journey. And it's all manifesting itself in the manner in which I couldn't have asked for better results. You know what I'm saying? Um, again, I'm excited this morning. Why? Because I've been in a frenzy working out. The game plan. And again, this is not just tooting my own horn here. No, it's about inviting you to share this journey. And I want you to see that the things that I talk about when it comes to the three T's to achieving anything you want: imagination, belief, and taking action, they work. They've always worked. I'm not reinventing the wheel here, gang. I've just discovered it for myself, and it and as such, I can't help but want to share that with you, with my own particular well, particular style and take on getting it out there. Because I know there are a whole lot more people that were just like me, even before the breakage that was 2020. Because life is a, it's an interesting and somewhat confusing adventure. I mean, it really is. We think we know what we want to do and where we want to go and how we want to get there. But then things happen and we can get sidetracked or ideas come and go that seem like, oh, this is it. When the reality is, this is the biggest thing before we even go deeper into sharing the the, prog- the content programming that's coming. Um, this is it is something to throw away, <laughs> to pitch it concept of, oh, this is the one, this is it, pitch it. Now, what I mean by that is pitch it as as being an absolute, okay? Throw the absolute aspect of that out of the way. Now, this is it in regards to a strategy that can be malleable and grow and flexible. Yes, keep that part, but an absolute, no pitch it out the window. It's all part of letting go. It's how you can, that this is it mentality can really, really crush a person. I'm I'm serious. Now, I'm speaking from experience, so this may not apply to you. You may have never experienced this, but odds are you have, mainly because it's one of those things that whenever you are a and I'm gonna speak specifically about myself here. I may use you, but it really is really referring to me. One of the things, especially over the past 15 years, is I was constantly looking for the it. The this is it. And in doing so, and I didn't do it so much in the beginning, I always knew it was this is good, now what's next? But then I got to the point for with the ebbs and flows of life that I was really hoping that the this is it at that moment would just be it and then I could just do it and not have to worry about anything else you know I'd develop a television show that would pop or do a promotion that would really really work and then I could just put all my efforts from now until the end of time in just that one But that's never how it works. It never has. And it never will. Because... Life changes. Again... Like with the first big this is it... In my head... Was... When I... Way back in 2008... And going into 2009... I created Case Files of the Ozarks Ghost Research Society. Television program. And it popped. It popped hard. All the... uh, Extras things that were a part of it as far as live events and speaking engagements and things like that. They were all hitting on all cylinders and everything was going great. But then along came some external situations that I had no control over. And it mainly just involved, you know, when you're working with a a team of people, it happens. No fault, no foul on anyone. It's just things adjusted and shifted that took away from the "this is it" mentality that I had. So it it died. <laughs> That's it. It just it it died. It could have went on, but life was also going on, and it still had to work at other things to keep the lights on, and that took a lot of time and attention. So it was a little disheartening, sort of. But I kept on going. Again, this is 15 years ago. So I was like, okay, pick stuff up, dust stuff off, move forward with a new idea. And I did. And then another one came and it was great. And then that this is it thing kept getting bigger and stronger and bigger and stronger. And then as you go year by year by year, the idea of the this is it as an absolute would really, really, ooh, it, it would just get so defeating. You know? So anyway, that's a lesson learned. I'm not, I, because the thing that I learned from that after the, over the past two years is that every one of those this is its was more of a this is now. This is now. The next thing will be what it is when it gets there for its this is now moment. Yep. <laughs> I really didn't plan on going off on all that, but again, as that hit me, I really, really wanted to stress that because again, this past weekend, uh, took a lot of time with the pen and paper in hand and continuing to narrow my focus of where and what I want to be because my goal is pretty broad. I mean, honestly, if I'm not careful, because my goal is what? To be a podcaster, writer, movie maker, and speaker, encouraging and entertaining millions of people all around the planet. That's pretty big, right? So the things that I had to really put the thought and heart into was, well, how can I help people in that? And I broke it down. And I was honest with myself. And thought about those directions that I really wanted to go. And where I see the problems that people face in certain areas that I really can't help with. Mainly because in those areas I've been able to really help myself. But now I wasn't by myself. Again, it was a lot of research and reading and studying and applying and finding the things that truly rang true for me that I feel pretty confident saying will ring true for you as well and that's what I want to share being very specific in that is when it comes to taking my jimstoybox.com and focusing it as a hub and letting everyone know that in this 2.0 version of the website, and myself, I, you know, I accept Jim's Toy for what it is. It's an extension of my hobbies, my interests, my playground, my classroom, all of the things that I put inside of this metaphorical box that really can't just be a thing, you know? By the title, you would think, and by the early days of it, you would topically think it was just about toys. Action figures in particular, and even more specifically, about 8-inch action figures in the style of toys made by the Mego Corporation back in the 1970s. And you would be right. But that was not what I really ever wanted it to be, but I trapped myself in the idea of a genre being what I must do, but that really didn't work for me, mainly because, again, my career and experience in broadcasting was one that was very varied, I mean, I could, I spent time in talk radio, I spent time in music radio, and in music radio, every genre has a whole different audience that you're talking to, and has such as different things that those audiences want, if you're in a Well, like when it came to being in the country music scene in the 90s versus, say, rock or oldies or any other, pick and choose the music profile. And, you know, they were all different. And the needs for each one of those audiences when it came to news and information along with the entertainment were different. There were different target audiences and such. So that variety has always been what I thought a bit of a a conundrum to figure out for this modern world with the online content, everything's on demand and you've got to really you, you've got to be specific if you want to gain an audience to do so with variety that was tough because what interests you today may have excuse me, the topics I put forth today may not be part of the topics I put forth tomorrow And then you lose part of your audience. So you got to be careful with that, right? If you're trying to grow an audience, which is what I am doing. I'm growing an audience. But that's another reason why this podcast exists as it does so I can better explain myself. Again, this podcast is specifically meant to talk to you folks who are like, What is this guy doing? Why is he doing this? He's got nut, He's all over the place. Yes, I am all over the place because... That's what I like about life. I like living it and exploring different things. And realizing that that's okay. There doesn't have to be a this is it end all be all in the genre that I'm working in. Because I'm working in variety. And I can use this podcast to better explain that. But the other properties that I have created like jimstoybox.com, the streaming channel... Books that I'm writing, speaking engagements that I'm planning for—they're a little bit more varied than just what you would think from just that the the old version of me. But it does make sense, and I'm going to explain it with what's coming up with the program content. Again, the podcast—this is me and you, okay? Me and you chatting about things, pond, you know, sharing with you the ponderings that I have in life in general. <laughs> you know? And the observations. It's the talk radio aspect of things. And it's a variety talk radio show. But when it comes to Jim's Toy I did need to kind of harness it a little bit more. To make it more consistent. Because on that platform, the website blog, it gives me the opportunity to talk about anything any way I want. But if it's too scattered, then it loses its face, you know, you gotta have some direction, so anyway and telling you all of this, again, it's a matter of you taking some notes and picking and pulling things from these discussions that could help you in your you know, your personal, your professional your spiritual, your civic life um, they give you some ideas, kind of work with food for thought and that's really what's happening with JimStoybox.com. okay Now, going back to the way the weekend played out and really starting to focus in on format. Now, what I did is I got seriously honest with myself in the things that I want to do consistently. And there are two that rose to the top. And with the two of the rows to the top, pondering on them and saying, okay, what do I really want to do here? What can I help with here? And I found that the two topics, again, that came to the top of the page, the self-help and that coaching genre space, if you will. And then the supernatural, paranormal, things that go bump in the night stuff. And it's more than... Just to clarify, I, I like the term supernatural and paranormal uh, secondly, mainly because there's so much stuff we don't truly understand that has not been completely explained. Experiences that have occurred, witnessed, and happened by either myself personally or people close to me, or things that I have seen and read for years and decades that still don't have a definitive answer. And those are the ponderings that make life very interesting to So those two points there are really where I'm putting my focus or two niches that I'm putting my focus on and building content around on jimstoybox.com. With those articles, again, originating there, but having the potential to be picked up in other places because it's a variety show at jimstoybox.com, but with more specific two things, two topics more specific. It's kind of wacky still, but uh, the other aspect of that and how I'm making that work is I am treating it as if it were a television channel. Okay? See, because with, like, radio, not so much. Radio, you're pretty much locked. you. If you're a country station, you're a country station. To do what's called block programming, where you shift it up, where you got country in the morning, rock in the afternoon, easy listening at night, um, that really never, ever works. Ever, 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 ever. So, it won't work there, but in television, it does. Because television is nothing but block programming. You can go from comedy, to drama, to thriller, to horror, to news, to entertainment, game shows, and whatnot. Television is perfect for that. It just works out better there. So, taking all of that, and then picking and pulling to where I can apply that television programming schedule to the website I'm like oh that works so every day of the week now Monday through Sunday you will have a different theme day but still falling into the two categories two primary categories of the self-help and the supernatural it real, it's really going to work <laughs> it may sound crazy to me talking about it, but it will but along the way I get to interject the personal things that still tickle my fancy and that I can talk about that do fall inside of either or and sometimes both of those categories. But it's structured now. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they're all structured to where there is an overarching theme with one specific thing that I'm going after every week For example, now, again, this is January the 15th, and Valentine's Day, to some, may seem like a long way away. Personally, I know it's not, because if you don't plan now, fellows and girls out there, you are going to be scrambling at the last minute, and that's a ginormous waste of time and stress for something that is locked on the calendar and been locked on the calendar for a long time. So, I'm taking this week to help out in regards to Talking about, you know, gift ideas, event ideas, special little things you could do for that certain someone in your life, or finding that certain someone, attracting them. Like today, if you go to Jim's Toy Box, Jim'sToyBox.com, and for this Momentum Monday, we're kicking off the series talking about the Law of Attraction and manifesting love. You know, and it's funny, because I say that a little cynically, only because one of the things I'm wanting to break down in my input and perspective when it comes to things like the law of attraction and manifestation, I've seen so much, and I may be just tainted myself, so I understand that, but when it comes to those topics, they get so abused, in my opinion, To the point where they... They sound too cliché to be effective or helpful. Or it's always attached to some scammy dude on the internet. Used to be chain letters. But now it's all on the internet. But it's also scammy. And somebody trying to sell you a course for a couple thousand bucks. That I just don't think that's it. Because the best thing... One thing that is true, and I'm standing on here... When it comes to looking at things like the Law of Attraction and the Law of Vibration and a lot of those other things they are real and they do work and the best part they are free free, 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 free so when someone is offering you a course now you are paying them for their experience, knowledge and ability to show and teach you but I can't say that I think that the price tags are Realistic to me to some will argue that when it comes to those price tags well if it doesn't, if people don't perceive the value in it and don't see the re- you know, if you don't have that price tag on there then it's obviously not worth anything well listen here bucko, the problem with that line of thinking is normally the people who need it most don't they they don't need to be what's happening there as far as I'm concerned is that if you've got someone who's going to scrape together everything they've got or pull from things, you know, robbing Peter to pay Paul to drop off two grand for a course or $2,007 because everything always ends in seven with those things. I don't know why. But when you've got people plunking down that kind of cash for me personally, to to continue this facade, uh, well, it must cost a lot of money to be able to, you know, to have any worth and to have any value. When in general, in real essence, it's, it doesn't. I mean, it's like, you better be one hell of an entertainer if you want me to spend that much money on a ticket to your show. And there better be a big old stack of books and CDs and DVDs, all kinds of physical products attached to that. And they better be good. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, actually. Because, again, the other thing about that in saying that, well, you've got to spend this amount of money, or it's got to be, it's got to put a little pressure on someone to be able to do it so they'll invest not only their money, but now that they know they're vested, so they have to invest their time. Stop it. To me, that is a very, it's a piss poor hard sale tactic that nobody likes. If you want a high pressure sale, go try to buy a timeshare. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that when it comes to things that actually benefit you. And that's why I get sideways on it. And I'm very, try to be as careful as I can when it comes to using that that terminology, the lexicon of the self-help industry. Because I'm not going to do that. Don't get me wrong. I have every intention in the world to be able to do this thing full time. And the only way you can do anything full time is you've got to be able to afford to pay rent on the planet, and to do so, and to the point where you can be comfortable in doing it. Okay. I've got my financial goals laid out. I could share them, but I don't want to. It's irrelevant. But you, I'll put, you, though. I'll put you like this though. Once I hit it, you will know. And then I'll break it down for you. But right now, I'm not talking about that. But to continue that mindset or programming of a mindset, I think is very detrimental. As far as I'm concerned, it's the exact same thing as the uh, television preachers of old back in the 80s and 90s. You know, you send me a hundred dollars and I will make sure that Jesus blesses you. Shut up, man. And for anyone doing anything like that along that vein, I I, I have a disdain for it. But, on the other side of the coin, if that person on that television screen is entertaining you to the point where you're like, yeah, yeah, and you want to throw him a tip, sure, knock yourself out. But to do so in believing that that money is going to get you what you want in regards to a quote-unquote blessing or salvation, you're barking up the wrong tree, sister. You really are. You're going all up in the wrong direction, and it's not your fault because you really are looking, searching, and seeking. So, I guess the biggest thing for me is I want to just, ins- I want to break that. I do. I want to break that. I want, you know, I, I do not want to see people fail, but I also don't want people to get scammed. And I see a lot of that because it's also bad for you uh, and bad for the industry, which is a real industry. The ability to motivate people is a valuable service. It really is. We all need it. But I'd rather see you go buy a book for 1999 or 2999 or find a used copy for fifty cents at a yard sale or thrift store. I really would. Because then that really does lay more on you. You taking action in that particular product, right? Or technique and style. Because otherwise if you plunk down two grand and then you don't get the results you think you should get out of that two grand, one of two things are gonna happen. You're either going to say... This guy is full of it... Or... I'm not good enough for whatever reason... To see this to the end... Neither one of those... Are good... Ever... Because... Again, there are expectations that are built... And derived... From that activity... That will lead to those thoughts... When reality is... When it comes to this power of positive thinking and the laws of attraction and vibration and all of the other buzzwords you find inside of the self-help circles, they are very real. They really are. But they can be misrepresented in their application. And it leads to people getting hurt. And I don't want that. I won't. Nope. no, nope, no. Nope. That's my discerning eye over the past couple years now I, I had listened to and read a lot of that stuff for many decades prior always absorbing a little bit here and there along the way, seeing what was working, what wasn't working and what was like okay this was my shortcoming I did I did not see it through. I stopped for whatever reason but that's where the mindfulness and, and really, really looking in, internally um, over the past couple years at all that you know, really pointed that out to me, where my fault really was, in it, but no shame or guilt coming from an external source, notes made, but still, anyway, boy, I went on more of a rant than I really wanted to this morning, but you know what, that's the thing about this, uh, what do they call this, I forgot, um, Oh, crap. Hey, well, yeah, you're basically running, man, at this point. You know, you're just waiting to see if I hit the tree on this drive-in to the day job. No, I know you're not. Um, I hope you're not. But, again, the program lineup at jimstoybox.com is going to be fantastic because it's all meant to help. It doesn't cost you a dime. I'm going to share information with you. Some you may have heard before. Some you may have never, never, ever thought about. And some things that... I, you know, it's funny. I wanted to put into a book for a good long while. And it's not about just a self-help thing. I mean, there are real tactics that you can use in your business or hobby or civic organization or just in your life hacks, if you will, that I want to share with you that I know have helped me tremendously or some that didn't and recommend not trying them. Um, And that's what it's really all about over there But it is themed every week This week is Valentine's Day Because again, let's get a jump on this thing Fellows and girls, especially you fellows out there Uh, Get a jump on it now i got some ideas coming at you all week long To think about uh, Because again, the best things in life Really are free They really are And they're at your disposal But you may not be pulling them out of the closet And dusting them off nearly as much as you can and should And I want to help you get there And with Valentine's Day, it's a fun one, it's a calendar thing, and with that calendar thing, you know it's coming. And if you're the single type, and you don't want to be the single type anymore, we kind of talk more about those options. I remember being single. I remember when I didn't want to be single. I remember when I preferred to be single. And now, I've been happily married for just about 15 years. And that came about at a time when I didn't want nothing. But it happened. And with has been plenty of ups and downs over all these years. We've had our great days. We've had our good days. We've had our, man, don't you ever do this again days. <laughs> We've had them all. And um, again, it's one of those things that I, I, you know, just kind of talk about a lot of that stuff during the week, give you some ideas and food to f- chew on. Uh, from my particular perspective, they could possibly very well help you out too. And if you are in a relationship... Uh, there are ways to always make them better. There really are. I mean, you can do the littlest things. won't cost you a dime. Nothing worse to me than watching people get caught up in a money, financial obligation mindset that they feel terrible if they can't spend more money on someone to express their love. I hate that. I genuinely, truly do. And the reason I use the word hate as strongly as I do in that is because, with that mindset, it so destroys the spirit and the soul of what a relationship that is truly based on something totally free, and that is love. And also, you know, defining what love is. I know for we Gen Xers, we were really hit with. A lot of... False... Notions... Of what love is... First off... We get roped into it... By a way of lust... And confusing lust... And love... And that's... I need to really... Focus in on that... This week too... But lust and love... Are two totally... Different things... Man... I'm going off... And I need to stop... I got I'm almost where I need to be... And where I... Can't be doing this anymore... So... Anyway, let's. we're going to ponder a lot. Go to JimSoyBox.com. The uh, day one of the series on Valentine's Day is up and running for Momentum Monday as we head into this structured weekday thing. And, uh, yeah, the construct. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to have a good time with it every single day because every day is absolutely eternity right now. Yesterday's gone. Tomorrow ain't promised. But we got a whole lot more to do, Lord willing, and the creeks don't rise 50 years from now, too. I'm going to wrap this thing up, man. 50 years later with Jim Baumgartner, that's me, you're you. And remember to imagine, believe, and take action to achieve everything that you've ever dreamed of. Talk to you later.